0: most guys have tried different ways to last longer but saying the pledge of allegiance in your head or counting backwards from 10 doesn't always work Mm -mm. the folks at roman a men's health company are changing the game with roman swipes the secret to longer lasting sex
1: roman swipes are a clinically proven way to last longer in bed and you don't need a prescription for it And they ship it to you in discreet, unmarked packaging. So it's really small. It's like condom size. So you can keep them in your wallet. And basically, you just like swipe it on your dick. She Um, doesn't even have to see. She doesn't have to see. Or he. You just go to the bathroom. Yeah. You swipe it on your dick. Right. So like if you come prematurely, if you want to fuck all night, <laughs> swipe it on your dick. Wait for it to dry for like five minutes. So like just like take a shit or something. <laughs> um, and you don't have to worry about it transferring to your partner. So like there's no infection or whatever. Um, you just swipe it on, let it dry and that's it. So get $10 off of your first order of swipes and free two-day shipping at GetRoman.com slash SMH. Yes, that is GetRoman.com slash SMH for $10 off and free two-day shipping. GetRoman.com slash SMH. Boom. (laughs) That was awesome. Nailed it. Yeah. Good morning. It is 3 o'clock. It's 3 (laughs) o'clock, but it's Monday to everyone else. Right. Happy Monday, y'all. Happy Monday. Start your week off It's hump day. Yeah, because every day is hump day. Every day is hump day. I'm sick, so just don't be gentle. Yeah. (laughs) All right, so I, I need to tell you about my vagina. Oh, tell me. All right, so I had a lot of shit to do. It might have been a Monday. Yeah, it was on Monday. A lot of stuff to do after work. I, like, wrote it down in my notes. I get home. I go to the bathroom. I pee. And there's, like, something coming out of my vagina. Oh, shit. And I know that I'm ovulating, but it was, like, really, like, it was, like, fleshy. And so I start freaking out. Wait, what? Like, describe it more. It was, like, it was fleshy. And it. Like, discharge? Um, I suppose pose in hindsight it was discharge. was it solid or was it It felt solid like, like, like i oh. could touch it it felt it looked like something growing was it like blood? out no it was like skin colored Weird. so i look at myself in the mirror and i'm freaking the fuck out rachel my roommate comes home yeah. i'm like naked on my knees looking at pictures of cervical cancer oh and God. people's um bladder coming out of their vagina what is that called what P-
0: when you're vagina falls out. i don't i don't Fuck. remember there's a name for it and it's really funny okay
1: we can find it uh anterior prolapse yeah prolapse. prolapse why is that funny i don't know it's <laughs> not funny it's a serious <laughs> thing so i was like a hundred percent have cervical cancer or my bladder is falling out Fuck. um especially because i had unprotected sex like a couple weeks ago oh my God. So I made an appointment for the gyno immediately because because Rachel, she inspected my vagina. and She was also like, that's not right. Yeah. So then I didn't do any of my work that day because I was just freaking out about this. I go to the gyno. Turns out it was a yeast infection. Weird. So fucking Flush weird. Coming out of your body. Yeah. I was like, dude because it was a guy i had selected a woman i usually only see dudes but it ended up being a, a guy because that's what <laughs> the lord wants for me yeah um and i was like really you don't see like uh like a monster coming <laughs> <laughs> i felt like i was turning into the teeth girl oh my god yeah um so that was a little traumatizing but Fuck. i'm totally fine so I'm wondering if this has happened to anybody else please write in the smhpod at gmail.com. that's p much on my end um I do want to say that I am single, and if there are any Jewish bachelors in New York who are rich and who like Eric Andre, hit me up. Wow, hit me up too. No, That's
0: great. no, no, no. <laughs> if you like curly girls, hit me up. If you like straight-haired girls,
1: hit up Ariel. Yeah, I guess about so. That? Is that like a thing? I mean, I think everyone loves curly girls, so... <laughs>
0: Fuck off.
1: <laughs> I can make my hair curly, I guess. You don't
0: have to be Jewish and rich to email me. Just be cute. You, you,
1: for funny. me, you have to be Jewish and rich.
0: It's a plus, for sure. And, right, like, also cute right? and funny. Yeah. That's more... And
1: empathetic and kind. <laughs> and, like, have your shit together. Yeah. And, like, you, you smoke weed, but, like, not all the time. Yeah. It's just because I smoke weed all the time and I don't want two of us. Yeah. <laughs> Bad influence. Um, because I'm only attracted to... um people who inspire you to
0: be better a better version of no i don't the think that's version. who i'm attracted to i think oh. i'm
1: attracted to people who have a lot of anxiety depression <laughs> and smoke a lot of weed yeah unfortunately your type. um anyway how's it going on your end merge um i'm going to paris next week Wee oui, wee. Oui. so
0: if you're from paris maybe i'll do a meet-up i don't think anyone's gonna come so maybe not but. je
1: m'appelle ariel Ooh. s'il vous plaît uh bonjour oh my god On i'm gonna come cents, but i'm going
0: with my parents so i'm probably not gonna have sex when i'm there but maybe i'll like yeah. make out with someone How? Go out. i'll yourself? probably go out by myself one night yeah. or with your sissy
1: poop? my sister's not coming <gasps> yeah. oh wow she jelly yeah huh
0: <laughs> but she was in israel all summer so like
1: yeah now you get a little trip did yeah. your parents visit her in israel no no that's it news news and welcome to sex,
0: sex news
1: fine I'll go first Alright, how many do you have? <laughs> I have four. A jinx. I've got three, so you go okay. first, you little bitch. I'm Actually right. I do have four, but you can still go first because <laughs> you're a little bitch.
0: So Burning Man happened a few weeks ago and at Burning Man, DJ Flume gave his rumored girlfriend Paige Paige Ellington oral sex during his performance. During? Yeah. What so do you mean? apparently this happened because a fan at his set had a sign that said, Does Flume eat ass? Um and then he proceeded to eat his girlfriend's ass um and there was like an insta story about it but it had been deleted because at burning man you're at burning man you're not allowed to have your phone Mm. like I think you can have it there but you're not supposed to post to social media it's one of the rules so people got really upset that people were sharing
1: this moment wait so it was that he ate her ass on stage in front of everyone right no way isn't that hot I can't believe that I
0: love it so I wanted to share
1: That's really cool. Isn't
0: that sexy?
1: Yeah. Mazel tov. Would you let
0: your boyfriend or whatever eat your ass on stage in front of thousands of people?
1: I don't know. We'll decide when it happens. And maybe like at a place like that where everyone's on drugs. Right.
0: And you're probably on drugs too. Yeah.
1: If I were on drugs, yeah, Yeah. there's no limit to what I would do.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Back to you, Ariel
1: okay I'm gonna start out with a softy
0: start soft and then get hard
1: literal it's called soft ghosting the newest term to plague society what do you think soft ghosting is
0: oh gosh it kind of sounds like caspering but less nice
1: yeah it's not quite caspering it is a little bit different um so, uh, a lot of outlets were writing articles about this based on one of those overheard LA Instagram posts. Mm. So it goes like this: One guy says, "Oh, he soft ghosted you. What's that? It's when he responds by liking your message. He technically is the last person to interact, but you risk double test, double texting if you say anything after. Checkmate, bitch. Whoa. Um, that like kind of makes sense. It's but it's more like." ending a conversation so they react but they
0: don't respond
1: yeah that's not soft ghosting that's just i do not want to speak with you anymore (laughs) i'm done with this conversation right but um but it's not but it is a response kind of
0: so it's not completely
1: yeah it's like i acknowledge that but i'm not gonna i mean you soft ghost me all the time oh yeah
0: that's my thing (laughs) back to you miriam all right so there's this anti-masturbation group on reddit called nofap and it has over 450,000 members um five percent of which are women so 22 and a half thousand women they claim that not masturbating boosts your health intelligence and attractiveness improves your memory thickens your hair gives you a deeper voice decreases social anxiety boasts confidence and increases your wealth um, so there was this YouTuber. I don't remember what her name is and I don't really want to share it, but she <laughs> was doing a no fap thing and talking. She's really hot and talking about how it was helping her get even hotter, which sounds like bullshit. Uh, but anyway, a lot of them uh, recommend that if you want to avoid temptation to fat, you download a porn blocker. But then I think you would just start masturbating to like really dumb shit. Cause when I don't, I did one time, one time I did two weeks of no masturbating. Why? Because it was when I started seeing my ex and um we kept trying to fuck and it like wasn't working out timing wise and so I was like I'm not gonna come until I see you I don't know why I think because I'm a sub and so it got to a point towards the end of the two weeks where every guy like every fucking guy that I passed like in life in class at the coffee shop even if he was completely unattractive to me I was so horny that I flirted with everyone I was like such a sexual being during that time so That was kind of fun, actually, but also kind of (laughs) shitty because I probably if I didn't wasn't into this guy would have ended up fucking like an ugly dude.
1: Yeah, don't do that again. Never again. That's this is really sad.
0: I know it's weird and it's crazy that I, I feel like we should do an episode on this because the majority of the people in the group are men. And I do feel like maybe there are differences. Maybe because society is cool with dudes masturbating, it just affects you differently or maybe it's actually biologically something. Who knows?
1: Uh, but you're saying women are doing this now too. Yeah. But it's a very small percent, but yeah. Master, like because the clit is f- solely for pleasure, I'm pretty sure we're supposed to masturbate. Right. Right. <laughs> and how does not masturbating make you richer? Cause you have more time to do other things.
0: Well, I know that like some athletes won't have sex before a game because they need that like pent up energy. Right. We talked about that Right. Once. So maybe that's part of it yeah
1: but for dudes not for girls right but then and it's yeah complicated. Ma- masturbating excessively can actually like affect your dick game right like erectile dysfunction uh-huh, uh-huh. spoiler any alert peek?
0: <laughs> <laughs> anyway back to you To
1: toda all right this routine gyno procedure could mean you never orgasm again Ooh. how spooky is that uh this is a really dope Cosmo article written by Hannah Smothers who now works at Vice Um, I followed her writing for a long time and this is pretty shocking so I've never heard of this Um, basically she wrote this story about a girl named Sasha who had a gyno visit and she had this procedure called LEAP which is uh, it's loop electrosurgical excisional and we're just going to call it LEAP it gets rid of irregular cells in your cervix. Um, and so like sh- HPV uh, it, it could lead to like cervical cancer. Mm-hmm. Just like anything that seems like a little bit off. It is not necessarily HPV. Um, so anything that was detect- detected in a pap smear that was off, they're like, we're just going to get rid of that. So it's basically, it's like cutting off a bruise from an apple.
0: Oh, and so they just nice slice imagery. it out.
1: I got it from the article. <laughs> um, So she, the Sasha got some anesthesia and then the gyno put a small heated wire into her vagina and it was done in like Mm -hmm. a few minutes. So it was really easy, quick. Um, But a few weeks later, this girl Sasha was hooking up with someone and she couldn't feel anything in her clit and she just like couldn't feel a sensation in her vagina. Oh, my God. Um, This is what she said it it felt like. You know that game where you put coins in the slot and a claw comes down to try and grab a teddy bear, but it can never grasp it? That's how it felt. There was a sort of sensation in my clitoral area, but just as I was about to orgasm, it was suddenly nothing. I knew then. Holy shit. They broke me. Oh, my God. What a soundbite. bite. (laughs) So doctors perform LEAP to prevent cervical cancer, as I said, when irregular cells come up and pap smears. But there are other ways to do that. Like you can freeze the cells and then kind of scrape them off. Um, but doctors love to do LEAP because it's really easy to perform. Um, and they consider it safe because of the side effects that they consider safe being bleeding, discharge, and an increased risk of pregnancy complications, which also sound pretty bad yeah. to me. Um, but there are hundreds of women who are speaking out now about how Leap has taken away their um, sensations? Fuck. Like, they still have a sexual drive, but sex is painful. They can't feel their vaginas. They oh can't God. orgasm. And there's this Facebook group called Healing from Leap, where they all talk about this. So I assume that's where Hannah found it. Um, and there are some studies that suggest that it could, like, lead to this kind of sexual dysfunction, but not enough research has been done. So hopefully this study prompts Yeah, yeah yeah pretty don't get leap y'all yeah um try and get that shit frozen right (laughs) let it go back to you miriam (laughs) okay so
0: your fave justin lay miller wrote an article for dame about moaning during sex oh cute so the technical term for moaning during sex is copulatory vocalizations and this happens for many reasons so the most obvious perhaps is is sexual communication to convey, this feels good, that doesn't, I'm scared, I'm enjoying positive reinforcement, like keep doing that. Yeah. (laughs) And research finds that people who engage in more nonverbal communication during sex are more sexually satisfied. So I'm not saying this feels good, but being like, ah. Another reason, um, so one study found that people who are more anxious and nervous talking about sex make less noises in bed. So they also found that people who are less confident in their sexual skills vocalize less. So if you're anxious, nervous, and less confident, you're not going to make as much noise. Mm-hmm. And vice versa. Mm-hmm. People also vocalize during sex to turn their partner on. So um there's this one study, they basically were looking at like okay, if moaning is just about your pleasure, then you're going to moan when you're coming. But they looked at people who were fucking and they found that women who have sex with men are the loudest before and after their partner comes. So they think that the Sound is like to turn on their partner.
1: Yeah, totally. Totally. Yes. I'm um, so loud.
0: Yeah. And another study found that 66% of women surveyed made noise during sex to speed up their partner's orgasm. Mm-hmm. To be like, All right, let's keep, get this going. Mm-hmm. 87% to give their partner an ego boost to be mm-hmm. like, Oh, you're making me feel so good. Cause your dick's so big and mm-hmm. you're so great. Um, there's not a lot of research on men's noises, but research suggests that females tend to be louder. And so why is this? It could be cultural because of like porn and what we've seen. But some research suggests it's actually evolutionary. So there was a study that found that in some species, such as the Barbary macaws, or mac- macus, it's a monkey. Okay. Female noises during sex express fertility. So certain moans will be like, oh, that bitch is fertile.
1: I'm so fertile. Yeah,
0: so uh, who knows? There needs to be more <laughs> Impregnate
1: <a> me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: that's it. Do you, ma- you make a lot of sex in bed?
1: I, lo- I make a lot of sex in bed. <laughs> I meant noise. That is so much sex during sex. Yeah, and it, totally. I mean, boys love to hear that you're getting pleased, but I like hearing when boys are... I like vocal boys, too. Yeah. like yeah. That turns me on. Um, and I have actually gotten a bunch of questions on orgasmic about women feeling insecure because they're not moaning. And mm. I think they, like, we see in porn, everyone's so loud. Like, you don't have to be like that, but you could think about are you comfortable are you feeling secure right um there and if you're not moaning maybe it's because of that and also i don't know maybe the sex is bad do you moan so i'm so loud and the thing is that i actually enjoy sex
0: more when i'm allowed to be as loud as i can be Mm. because like i can fucking yodel i'll be like so loud
1: literally (laughs) that's
0: hilarious (laughs) Wow, you definitely have practiced that. That's me. Um, (laughs) I'm so loud, but then there's certain situations in which I'm like, I need to be quiet. You know, my roommates are home and the sex isn't as good. Like, I don't, I think that like, for me expressing how good it feels makes it feel better and like hearing myself moan turns me on more mm. you know like it's not even for him as much as it is for me oh wow of course it's not for him if It's <laughs> Nothing something I for do. Me <laughs> in fact they're, they're usually kind of like well my neighbors definitely heard that <laughs> and then
1: i'm like you're welcome and they're like okay <laughs> but whatever sometimes i think it's hot when um when you have to be quiet and like, if I'm being too loud and they're like, you they need to yeah, cover your mouth. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, but also <laughs> yeah. can be, can make you feel insecure and that can just inhibit the experience. Right. Totally. You can bite down on the pillow. Yeah.
0: I like hard. being like, Oh, I really want to mow loudly, but I have to be quiet. So like, mm. and then that turns them on too. So what? Like I have to be quiet, but if I could, didn't have to be quiet, I would be so loud. Around. Oh.
1: <laughs> Um, I'm going to tell you something really embarrassing. Oh, tell me. It's so embarrassing. Oh my God, I can't wait. Okay. <laughs> so there was this fuck boy that I fucked like maybe twice and he resurfaced. I thought he was really good. I like the way his penis fell in my vagina. <laughs> I'll put it that way. <laughs> All right. But he didn't go down on me. He wasn't like good in that sense. Mm. So I don't really... I was in a bad place when I was hooking up with him anyway. But anywho, he texts me, uh, I think like right after I broke up with my ex and he was like trying to talk, we're sexting. Then he's like, can you Snapchat me a video of you moaning? And I was like, I guess so. So it was just dark and I like moaned and I sent it to him and then he just didn't answer me wow or like totally ghost me and i was like yo fuck you dude yeah. what the fuck and he's like you know i'm just um i'm trying not to hook up so much blah 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 whatever i'm like you what? were literally like saying how much you want to see me yesterday like and he asked okay, dude.
0: for a video okay psa never ask someone to send you a video or a nude and then not respond to it <laughs> i was like are you I'll kidding me
1: i'll just die in my sleep give tonight. me his address i'm gonna fuck him up <laughs> he actually texted me recently again oh my, let's get that address nah Back I don't off. know what his problem is blocked yeah so I felt embarrassed but now you're making me feel not embarrassed yeah, so thank you <laughs> he should be embarrassed yeah you should be embarrassed shame on you <laughs> Michael yeah also actually I'm not gonna talk about it yeah save it for next time it's I'm not even gonna save it okay it's just not not worth it no all right <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna mention some of them, but I don't feel like it Um, All right. Back to you. Oh, it's back to me. Okay. A third of women only date men because of the free food study. (laughs) So this actually came out in June. I forgot to talk about it though. It was published in the society for personality and social psychology. And the study found that half of heterosexual women have dated a guy they weren't into for the free meal. I respect that. Sorry. That's a third, not half of women. Two, there were two studies conducted one with 820 women and the second with 327 women. Um, and the first one, 23% that 23% said that they would engage in a plate for play. Oh, like what does that give mean? Give me a plate of food and I'll play with your dick. Yeah, I suppose. <laughs> and then the other is 33%. Um, so this is called, they are called foodie callers. <laughs> <laughs> researchers said that women who felt dating for food was socially acceptable were most likely to exhibit the quote dark triad <laughs> triad triad the dark triad unquote of personality traits um psychopathy i'm gonna fuck this up uh machiavellianism and narcissism oh yeah this is like pretty fucked. These. Actually, uh, there's this one girl, my old roommate. Is she a foodie was, caller? Yeah. Okay. If foodie callers are more likely to have one night stands, they're more, li- more likely to fake an orza- orgasm and to send unsolicited nudes. Oh. Does that fit the. Bill? No. Oh. Oh, look who's sick now it's so cold in here well <laughs> okay okay that's okay. Yeah, okay it's no, just turn bone it, chilling I'm turning it off but we're both wearing my flannels it's like super cute i know
0: okay okay yeah so she she was not sexual really at all she didn't have sex with people and she did not like send nudes from what i know oh. um but she definitely like she actually no she didn't have sex with them she just got free meals so mm. I guess it's different. Maybe she was like just poor. No, I think it was like a power thing. Huh. She's really hot.
1: I don't like eating with men. Yeah. On a first date, especially. No. Yeah, yeah. No. Like just have sex with me and leave. Yeah. <laughs> and then text me. <laughs> text me
0: back. Please. Back to you, Miriam. <laughs> All right. So there was a Spice article talking about how BDSM gear is getting way cuter and it's kind of opening more people up to BDSM. Ooh. So that was fun. So like Savage X Fenty, Rihanna's yeah, brand, duh. sells lavender, whips, and riding crops. So before BDSM gear was like, you know, I mean, and it still is like black and red and very like mechanical looking. It looks kind of like a, kind of scary almost. And, and like tacky also, I think. Sometime, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so now kink is just becoming more feminine. And the young younger kinksters, people who are newer to the scene, want more feminine softer colors like a pastel pink whip or whatever or harness um and i really like that because i feel like it makes bdsm more accessible and it's like i like the juxtaposition of like this is a whip and it's gonna cause you pain but it's pink
1: yeah yeah i love that
0: (laughs) so i just want to talk about that and um i found out about this article because i follow this amazing instagram account ask a sub she writes for salty and you guys should follow her if you're into bdsm cool Back to you, are y'all?
1: Okay. Back to me. <laughs> the number of Americans identifying as bisexual has tripled in the last decade. Oh my God. This is actually also written by Justin LaMiller. It's on his blog. Love him. Um, data from Gallup and other surveys show that while numbers for people who identify as lesbian and gay have remained the same from 2008 to 2018, so over a 10 year period of time, um, bisexuals, the rate of bisexuals, have tripled in 10 years. identified as bisexual in 2008 and 3.3% in 2018. Damn. So this is just like people becoming more accepting of sexual minorities and bisexuality is so stigmatized. Right. Um, I feel like mostly by or a lot by the queer community because they're like, oh, well, you're not gay enough.
0: Well, bisexuals are, I think we talked about this, the most more likely to have depression Mm -hmm. than other...
1: Yeah. And like feeling like they don't belong and stuff. And so I have seen a lot of stuff. Um, like people feel like, oh, I'm not bisexual because I'm not gay enough. Like they're, they're thinking Um. that. And so I think that about myself like I used to think I was bisexual and I was scared about it especially when I was younger and like I started watching lesbian porn I didn't know what was going on and then I learned that what you watch in porn isn't necessarily what you wanted it isn't like the reality fantasy versus reality and then I did have that one lesbian experience and I wasn't turned on by it. But like I am attracted to girls sometimes. There have yeah. been a couple times where I like legitimately had a crush on a girl, but I didn't go for it. Right. So I think technically I am bisexual, but I like when people ask me, I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm I'm heterosexual because yeah. I primarily am going for dudes and like I want to marry a guy. I know that for sure. Um, I don't like to have to. I don't know.
0: Like explain.
1: I guess I almost feel weird saying like I'm heterosexual because I want people to know that like I am fluid. Yeah. Um... I guess I could just say, like, I'm a two on the Kinsey scale. Right. Well,
0: that I refer... Like, I think I consider myself heteroflexible. Mm. So, it's, like, mostly hetero, but, like, if you're the right...
1: Oh, I didn't know I could say, say that. Annoying. I'm heteroflexible. Yeah. That's what it sounds like. Like, I'll make out with your girlfriend, and she can eat me out, but I don't know if I'm going to do that I don't to know her. if I can return the <laughs> I'm really great at giving head, just so everyone knows. Clout.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know what a pussy does
1: yeah i mean it actually might not be that good it was just one person (laughs) but she liked it i need a bigger sample (laughs) (laughs)
0: size
1: what are we
0: talking about oh sorry go ahead what are we talking about today, Ariel?
1: Erectile dysfunction.
0: Yay! Yay! I'm thinking of like those little kids. Yay! Yay, that yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ED.
1: ED,
0: right? What so you have a, a lot of experience with mm, ED. I sure do. Tell us about it. Do you
1: it. want me to go first? I think you should go first.
0: You always want me to go first. Yeah, I do. Okay.
1: You I can go first if you want.
0: No, I can okay um so honestly i don't have a lot of experience with erectile dysfunction yeah i mean there have been guys who like couldn't stay hard but it doesn't affect me you know i'm like okay you can still eat me out though right yeah you know um i don't care if your dick stays hard honestly i mean i would like to make you calm if i do but like meh. Mm -hmm. so (laughs) that's basically like i don't have i'm not a chronic ed right dater i feel
1: like that's how (laughs) most dudes feel with girls are like i would like to make you calm but if you don't (laughs) that's not okay. (laughs) You're not a feminist. You like hate men. No. Okay.
0: I don't hate men. I just think that men get enough from society and men have gotten enough orgasms from women. So it's my turn to take some orgasms. You're like evening the playing. Exactly. Like, why don't you give it a try? Mm -hmm. Um, But if I like the guy, I want to make him come. But if it's a first date and he isn't really, like, if a guy gives me an amazing, amazing head and he's going to make me come really hard, I'm going to want to make him come. Mm. But if a guy gives me, like, doesn't really give me head, fingers me, and fucks me, and I come, I'm like, eh, I don't really need to make you come. Like, you fucked me. Your dick was in me. If you didn't come, that's your bad at this point, you know?
1: Yeah, I got you. <laughs> you didn't earn
0: it. Uh, but anyway, I read a study called Stigma on the Streets, Dissatisfaction in the Sheets. That's funny. Is minority stress associated with decreased sexual functioning among young men who have sex with men? So the aim of the study was to look into sexual functioning and examine how it works or is associated with different demographics, sexual and relationship behavior, and minority stressors among a cohort of young men who have sex with men ages 16 to 19. So the men are 16 or 16 to 29. Sorry. Mm. are having sex with men. Okay. Um, And minority stressors include like depression and different aspects that affect you because you're in a minority group. Mm -hmm. Um, So the researchers used data from a longitudinal study on HIV and substance abuse amongst young men who have sex with men. And the sample size was 678. They controlled for age, race, and ethnicity, and sexual orientation. So it was a pretty well-run study. So the results... Young men who have sex with men overall reported higher levels of sexual sexual functioning than the adult clinical population, which is kind of chill. They're having more or less ED. So 14% of them reported difficulty with erections. 7% reported less than good satisfaction with orgasms. 20% reported somewhat or less satisfied with their sex lives. And 9% reported problems with receptive anal sex as at least sometimes. So... You know, the numbers aren't high, which is kind of nice.
1: Are you saying this is 16-year-olds who have sex with 29-year-olds?
0: No, this is men ages 16 to 29 who have sex with other men. Oh, okay. Oh,
1: my God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, yeah. If one of you has ED and the other one, you just switch spots. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> True.
0: Um, so they also found that internalized internalized stigma negatively was negatively associated with satisfaction <laughs> during sex. So if you internalize the stigma against gay people then you're going to have less sexual satisfaction
1: Aww.
0: perceived neighborhood acceptance so that's like do the people around you accept who you are mm-hmm. was positively associated with orgasm satisfaction cool uh being sexually active significantly was significantly associated with a higher sexual interest in orgasm satisfaction so the more sex you're having I guess the more orgasms you're having sex begets sex and having a recent serious sexual partner significantly associated with sexual interest and global satisfaction. Um, so I think like the moral of this basically is saying that mental health really does affect your orgasm quality and your ability to have and maintain an erection. Mm-hmm. Um, this was the first study of its kind to look into this specifically amongst young gay men. I mean, if you search ed, uh, like, Compared to the other subjects we research, mm-hmm. ED is so heavily researched. I wonder why. Mm. Uh, but this is the first of its kind to research gay, young men who have sex with men. So that was cool. And there needs to be more.
1: Um, You think, is it young men and gay men or young gay men? I think it's gay men. Okay. Like there's not been a lot
0: of studies on. I
1: feel like what do you think of ED? It's like older dudes who can't yeah. get it up. Mm-hmm. Um, but now I'm going to talk about millennial ed so this is why i wanted to um to talk after because i have had a lot of experience with millennials who have ed and it's not like chronic Mm. that's why it's called this millennial because people are just more depressed and anxious now than they have been ever and that really affects your dick so just like you were saying mental health really affects your sexual performance yeah um this past year i dated like i feel like five people (laughs) was it five four or five (laughs) and they all had problems with their dicks and i tried to make them feel as comfortable as possible but it just like wasn't working and these were people that i was seeing consistently and then ultimately i stopped because we we couldn't have sex and like i didn't like them enough to keep up with it yeah or maybe they didn't make up for it enough you know um no some of them did oh and to to be honest like they just they weren't jewish and i wasn't really into them and i was just trying to fuck a lot of people and they this was after i broke up with my ex and i was trying to have sex penetrative sex and they could not give that to me right um okay so in this article that we will put in the show notes um, because I'm not going to talk about all of it, but more just specifically the uh, psychological problems mm-hmm. that cause ED. So, the sex therapist Joanna Benfield thinks that millennial ED is almost always because of psychological problems rather than physiological issues, especially if dudes can get hard when they jerk off, but can't when they're with a partner. Mm. So, if your dude's like masturbating a lot by himself and then can't get hard with you, that might be a sign that they're masturbating too much. And also, that they're like depressed and anxious. (laughs) She says, we think about the penis as being disconnected from everything else that's going on in a man's life. In fact, it's extremely sensitive to stress. If a man is facing work difficulties or financial worries, it's likely to affect sexual performance. This is, this is like that last dude that I dated, um, who couldn't get hard the, the last time we had hooked up. And then he was messaging me like, I, I don't think we can see each other anymore. Like, I don't think we're sexually compatible. Um, he had told me that he was stressed out, but now he's figuring stuff out about himself and like reading a book. And I don't know. I was like happy for him that he was finding this all out, but upset that he thought we were not sexually compatible anyway. um, Anxiety can dull the nervous system, which is necessary for arousal and mm-hmm. the hormones released when you're stressed, which are cortisol and adrenaline can constrict the blood vessels. And we know blood rushes to your dick and that's what makes it hard. So, like that totally makes sense. Right. Um, if you are in a relationship um, with someone who has ED, Benfield suggests doing sexual things that don't involve penetration, like an intimate bath or massage and, you know, do this for like a few weeks. So she says the problem with ED is that it can overshadow any form of intimacy, but removing the necessity of an erection allows the couple to rediscover a sensual bond and rebuild their relationship and sex lives from there. Um, so I also want to talk about how to respond when, when someone can't get hard. Right. So this is like never happened to you. Usually it's like
0: we're fucking and they can't stay hard. Uh And then I'm, and then they're like, oh, sorry. And I'm
1: like, it's okay. And then we just cuddle. Okay. Yeah. So then like the sex is over kind of, or they eat you out. Right. Um, so somebody just like really can't get it up. At least this is what I do. It's not their fault. It has nothing to do with you as much as we think girls or and, and boys. We, Well, I guess boys probably have more of a grasp on like, right. yeah, so I'm going to say girls, people with, uh, people with penises, and then the other people, people, people who don't, don't have penises, pen- <laughs> everyone else. Um, it has nothing to do with you. It has to do with them and where their head is at. You don't know what's been going on in their life recently. But what you can do is just not make them feel embarrassed about it. Be like, "That's totally fine." Like, also, like
0: alcohol really can inhibit erection. Like basically any drug, yeah, than weed. I feel like Um, even weed can. Yeah, even weed. So if you guys are drinking and. That might be the reason, you know.
1: Yeah, but I think a lot of girls feel like they're not sexy enough that the other person just like repulsed by them, and that's right. why they can't get erect. And I definitely felt like that at first, but after <laughs> so many experiences, I realize it's not that. But you don't want to make it worse for the other person, so just be understanding. Maybe ask them, like, "Are you stressed?" They might not even know why right. they can't get hard, um, or just be like, "That's okay. You still have a tongue." Yeah try and do other things you can you can give them a massage you can have them go down on you like uh finger you whatever stroke you yeah whatever you want stroke yeah um and then last i just want to read this paragraph because um i feel like people can relate to it this is written by a woman who uh was in a relationship who is in a relationship with a guy who had ad Because we're told as teenagers that sexual attraction equates to how hard a man is, I couldn't get my head around the fact that Pete was still sexually attracted to me, even though he didn't have the erection to prove it. I felt that I couldn't satisfy him. It took a lot of openness before we accepted it was nobody's fault. Pete would still get turned on, particularly every time I bent over to pick something up, (laughs) but that arousal just didn't manifest itself in an erection. He eventually had counseling to work through his emotional issues and treat the ED. Gradually, over a period of weeks, we focused on cuddling and massage before moving towards penetrative sex when his erections began to reappear. We don't have any problems anymore, but even if we did, we've learned that it's a passing phase. Blah, 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 blah. Um, that's also a good point. Like, go to therapy if, yeah. you, if you're having ED. Right. Because your your dick is telling you you're stressed. Uh, you need help. Yeah. You need to talk to someone. Listen to your body.
0: Yeah. Free stuff is awesome. Yes. But free stuff to spice up your bedroom is even better. Select almost any one item for 50% off, and then Adam and Eve loads on the free stuff. Are you serious? Enter offer code 7 at checkout and get 10 tantalizing free gifts. A sexy item for him, a special gift for her, and a third item you'll both enjoy. So mysterious. And six free spicy movies. Hot. Plus free shipping. That's seven S E V E N seven at Adamandeve.com.
1: We heard
0: you've got a sex question. Well, you've come to the right place, unless your questions about something. But if your question's about sex, not snakes, then ask it here on Sex Questions.
1: This week, we have a question from a listener. Oh, and we're going to call her Jasmine. Oh, sexy. Okay, Jasmine. She says, I've heard that for many people with vaginas, they can't come through penetrative sex. I'm wondering if it's possible to come through penetrative sex or... Is it just that some people are lucky to be born with the ability to come through penetration and others have to have clit stimulation to come? I think she was asking if you can like learn how to, if you can mm-hmm. train yourself to train train your dragon to come. Um I think you might be able to because Okay, there's like a lot of to unpack here. You're yeah. looking at me blankly. Where do you want to start? I'm excited for you to start. Okay. <laughs> oh, right, right, right. I'm gonna go Okay. So a lot of women think that they there's something wrong with them because they can't if they can't orgasm through penetrative sex because sigmund freud the father of yeah, psychoanalysis yes uh, psychoanalysis a long time ago said that women who orgasm through clitoral stimulation are immature and women who can orgasm through penetrative stimulation are mature so a lot of and he was very respected in his field obviously he's fucking freud and this really harmed Women and like our sexual pleasure pleasure by erasing the clit essentially, right? Um, and then there's discrepancy over the G spot if the G spot is real. Mm -hmm. Some people say it is the G spot being this like point at the back of your vagina that if you hit it, it's just like feels amazing, right? Honestly, for me, like I it does feel that's why I like being jackhammered because it feels like someone's hitting that spot, um, but. The G-spot is actually the back of your clit. Right. So when people orgasm from that, like, it's not a G-spot. It's still your clit. And your clit can be bigger or smaller. Mm-hmm. Um, and it really just depends. So,
0: And listen to our clitoris episode because we really get into it. Yeah. In it's kind of like an iceberg. Yeah. Where you can only see a little bit of it. Most mm-hmm. of it's internal. Mm-hmm. Um, And so some people have, like vaginas that are or clitorises that are shaped so that when it hits your g-spot you can really feel it and some people don't
1: yeah um Mm. so so that's why i feel like you might be able to
0: yeah uh, um but like why
1: why would you want to
0: right like just touch your clit yeah do doggy style that's the best for clit touching i would say
1: yeah or if you're on top
0: yeah being on top yeah or just put your hand down there and missionary gives a fuck
1: oh yeah i like that too um so in short it might you might just like have not discovered that you can do it yet um but it kind of some people are just lucky to be like born like that like miriam yeah she can come through that i need i can only come through clitoral stimulation right and Um,
0: sometimes during sex like if you guys are really rubbing up on each other the clit is stimulated even without using your hand because mm -hmm. like Th- the your partner's like pube bone is rubbing on your pube bone.
1: Yeah, and that, again, it all, it's all depending on like if your clit is really covered by the hood, the clitoral right. hood, or like if it's bigger or smaller. Um, and it's I don't know if I mentioned the stat like one only one third of women can
0: orgasm come. vaginally. Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. Well, I hope that gave you some clarity. Yeah, and uh,
0: best of luck out there.
1: And best of luck to you. So. We're going to go now. <laughs> Bye. Wait. Oh, wait. Yeah. Follow us out. on Instagram.
0: <laughs> 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 Follow us on Instagram at smhpod. Email us at the smhpod at gmail.com. Um, to get your Roman swipes, go to Roman.com slash smh. And to get your fun goodies from com, use code 7, S-E-V-E-N, to, at checkout. Uh, for 50% off and plus a bunch of goodies
1: Yeah Okay bye Bye
0: oh, and, and.